Welcome to another edition of Exploring Mind and Body. As always, I'm your host, True Forms Drew Tadia, fitness expert. Today we're talking about changing your environment, forming those habits, and finding that lifestyle you're looking for. We've got all that coming up on... This is Exploring Mind and Body with True Forms Drew Tadia, fitness expert on 96.5 CKFM. This segment brought to you by Complete Truth Protein Powder. Live free, live true with whole natural foods. No additives, preservatives, soy, gluten, and dairy-free. Supplement with superfoods to energize your day. Visit CompleteTruthProtein.co for details. When I talk about health and fitness, I often talk about our environment. I bring it up because it's all so important in the big scheme of things. After all, we are products of our environment. I bet there's a large percentage of people that are doctors or nurses because their parents were. Professional athletes certainly have a large percentage of children that are athletes at some level, if not pro. Olympic athletes train with Olympic athletes for good reason, because they push each other to be better. They know what it takes to be the best, and they live this decision every day. College athletes, whether it be baseball players or football players, hang out together. They eat together. They watch sports together. Some might say it's because they have a lot in common, which is no denying. But the fact of the matter is, this is their environment. They have the same habits, the same rituals, and the same lifestyle. We get in the corporate world, and it's no different. If you're headed for drinks after work, there's a good chance coworkers or people in the same field are going with you. If you have a huge steak and beer for lunch, and you're heading back to the office, I can almost guarantee you, you're not alone. That's great. Now I've gotten my point across of how environment works. So what am I getting at? I'm getting at we're the same. It doesn't matter what we are or what we do. Our environment, positively or negatively, affects who we are. Any way we look at it, we live our environment every day. What I'm getting at, we can change ourselves and accomplish our goals by changing our environment. Let's say we're overweight, for example which is a byproduct of not-so-healthy choices, the foods we prepare, consume, and our activity level. Well, not completely. Most people would say change the way you eat, change the way you exercise. I would say not only change the way you live, but change your mindset as well. We have routines, things we do day in and day out, and don't even know it. To make healthier decisions, to be more active, and to live better, I believe is far more important than most of our end goals of losing weight. What we need to do is make changes to our lifestyle. If you're used to grabbing a pastry and coffee in the morning, which sounds cliche, although so apparent in our North American lifestyles, this is a habit you formed. If you're used to grabbing lunch, not making it, coming home and pouring a drink because you had a successful day, these are habits formed. A habit formed could be adjusted, but there has to be some substance behind it. This all leads to our environment. Your spouse, roommate, or other half probably does the same thing you do after work. Your friends probably crack a beer after work too. And there's a good chance when you purchase that morning coffee, you're not buying just one. This is no different for active people. I often hear those muscle-bound testosterone junkies getting a hard time because they hang out at the gym instead of working out and leaving like most others. I'd say it's better than hanging out at the bar. 
but that's just me. This is their lifestyle, though. This is their comfort zone. It's inspiration. It's their environment. They hang out with other people that wear tank tops, grunt, and flex their muscles. It's what they do. It's absolutely no different than a group of white collars meeting for drinks after work on a Thursday night. We are attracted to like-minded people. Do you think a group of runners hit the bar after a long day of work? Think hikers or mountain climbers usually grab a steak and cocktail for lunch before they carry on with their day? Sure, it happens once in a while, but not on a consistent basis. The kicker to all this, the way you change your lifestyle, if you want to live better or feel better, or even if you want to work in a suit all day and go for beers after, is to change your lifestyle. So it's more like those you aspire to. If you want to be a mountain climber, you start hanging out with mountain climbers. You see what magazines they read, what websites they visit, where they go after work, and where they climb on weekends. You want big muscles and hang out at the gym? Talk to them. Ask them about their workouts. Spend time with them. Learn about supplements and do some experimenting. These are the things that need to be done to change who we are. And they only say change who we are because that's what most people want. They usually don't want to lose 10 pounds or 40. They want to feel better. They want to live better. They want to feel comfortable in their clothes and not cringe when they look in the mirror. They want to laugh with their friends and eat out and not feel self-conscious. Unfortunately, our minds say we need to lose weight. But the fact remains, we want these changes in our lives. We just don't know how to go about them. What we need to do is simply make some changes. And I say simply because I mean simply. Make one small change today. Don't think about it. Don't stew on it or figure out all the reasons why this won't work. Do one thing today and do it well. And worry about tomorrow, tomorrow. The greatest intention is action. And without action, we don't have much. It's going to take some time to build sustainability. That sustainability will need consistency. So again, the best thing you can do is something today, something right now, and build off it. Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia is brought to you in part by Kathy and Connie, the new real estate team in town with Whitmer Realty. Contact them today for all your real estate needs. A lot of people ask me how long they should do cardio if they're just starting. My answer is always to start something first and then develop a baseline. The habit of running is the most important aspect. So it doesn't matter if you're running for, say, 10 minutes. What matters is you're doing it, and that's on a consistent basis. And I don't mean every day either. Here we go back to setting a baseline. Set yourself a goal of two times a week. Many people look at me funny and say, that's it? So my answer is yes, that's it. We don't need to jump into exercise full tilt. We need to build a foundation, work our way up. So twice a week is just fine. Another baseline of duration should be set. So again, you have something to work with, something to build on and progress with. When we look at starting out, there's nothing wrong with running or doing any form of cardio. Twice a week for 10 minutes, which means our cardio for the week in total is 20 minutes. I think we can all agree this is achievable. From then on, you move forward. But without a baseline and something to build with, there's not much stability. Little things are possible, though. If we form a habit of cardio a couple times a week, that's a small but substantial step in the right direction. We feel good about getting our cardio in like we planned. We feel good about achieving. It doesn't have to be cardio, though. It could be as simple as stretching in the morning. What if you got up every morning and stretched for five minutes? Yes, that's all, five minutes. 
Remember, forming the habit is more important than the actual activity when getting started. You won't be so stiff in the morning, so you'll instantly feel better. You already have something accomplished, and the day hasn't even started. What an empowering feeling to feel better and have something done right away. Maybe this will spark your interest in more stretching. So eventually you spend more time doing this activity, which causes you to feel better. So now you buy a magazine and start to learn new stretches. Possibly consider a yoga class where, that's right, you can relate to like-minded people. What if you pull out a poster and put it on your wall so you're often reminded of this new vitality you found through stretching? Can you see how now with a simple form of action, we can change our focus, we can change our habits and turn them into rituals? What if you started telling your friends about your stretching and how much better you feel? Then you let your friends borrow your magazine and they decide to try a few exercises. Now after a few weeks, the two of you are going to yoga class. What a wonderful array of events. So now you find new people that enjoy stretching. You have more people to talk to about yoga-ish activities. So you visit tea houses, talk about gardening and our actual environment. What we see here is our own environment being transformed into who we want to be. Now we're active. We have people around us who are as well. We have pictures in the house we not only aspire to, but now who we've become. This is now our lifestyle. This is the way we live. Maybe we buy yoga clothes and find new people and new outlets to talk to at department stores. Maybe yoga and being active has led us to different branches of activity like maybe rock climbing or hiking because they often go hand in hand. So think about it. This may sound like a stretch to you, pardon the pun, but maybe you're not interested in yoga or stretching. But from this scenario, we turn someone from living a sedentary lifestyle into someone who enjoys being active and feeling better in their own bodies. By taking one simple form of action, being stretching every morning for only five minutes, we've changed our entire environment. So now we have surrounded ourselves with like-minded people who are supportive, encouraging, and inspirational. Isn't that what we really want? Doesn't that sound like vitality? So many people are after wanting to get back to that college weight or when they used to look good or feel good or when they were an athlete. We've changed. We're different people now. We've evolved. We've led different lifestyles with different people and we're surrounded with other things in our environment that make us different people. Going back to what we think we want, what we used to want is a different lifestyle. We think we want to lose 10 pounds, but we really want a different environment to excel in. We want different surroundings. We want encouraging people. And this is all very obtainable. If first we know what it is we want, understand it takes habit forming decisions and that change in lifestyle is what we're really after. Exploring mind and body with True Form's Drew Taddea would not be possible without the help from the following sponsors. AG Foods in Gidsbury, Health Street in the Cornerstone Shopping Center Olds, and Shoppers Drug Mart. Working together to help build a healthier tomorrow. For more information on True Form Life, Drew Taddea, or how to become a sponsor of Exploring Mind and Body, visit trueformlife.com. This segment brought to you by True Form Fitness. For all your health and fitness needs, personal training and group classes available locally. Visit trueformlife.com for details. I understand the scenario I just gave is going to take some time and effort. Losing 10 pounds sounds much easier than changing your lifestyle, especially because most people would say they like the way they live. But there are some things we can do to assist you. There's not going to be an easy transition. We have people in our lives that may not be so healthy. 
In fact, if you're unhealthy, live a sedentary lifestyle, or a highly inactive lifestyle, there's a very good chance those around you, being friends and family, do the same. No, of course, we don't want to cut them out of our lives. We don't want to brush them to the side. And we couldn't ask them to change everything they do just because we want something different. However, I will tell you now, at some point, there will come a time when they may hold you back enough that they'll either accept what you're doing or you'll have to move on for yourself. I'll get into that shortly, though. We want to hang out with our friends, but they don't eat well. They don't drink well. And there's usually snacks before and after dessert. I know exactly where you're coming from. Trust me. This is what you're going to do. You're going to graciously accept their invitation and not worry about what's being cooked. Who wants to be that person that says, well, maybe I'll come over. What are you having? (laughs) First of all, it's rude. And secondly, these are our friends, remember. Tip number one is eat before. Yes, that's right. It's hard to believe. Your parents would say, you'll ruin your dinner. My response, exactly. Remember, I'm talking about friends that usually make something not so healthy to be polite. Of course, if you have friends that prepare healthy foods, then by all means, you can skip these steps. What we do before we go over to enjoy dinner with our friends is give our bodies and minds a chance to pass on the chips and dip that's sitting out before dinner. The processed foods that are usually sitting out as snacks that to me shouldn't be consumed by anyone, let alone guests, that are going to eat dinner soon. Now that you're already full, you can snack on hopefully carrot sticks or veggies that most people don't expect their guests to eat anyways, so there should be plenty to be social, and after an hour or two of socializing, dinner will be ready. I know what's coming. A plethora of questions as to how to go about eating a giant steak or deep fried whatever. So what you're going to do is be polite. You can't expect to be invited back if you refuse to eat, which is more insulting than anything. So you're going to take a small portion. Try a little of everything. You might get some questions as to why you're not eating as much as you usually do, which shouldn't be of much concern. You can say you had a big lunch, or I'm sure you can come up with something gentle to let them know everything looks delicious, but you're happy with your portion size. But try a little of everything and move on. Don't feel guilty about not putting a dent in that ham or eating it at all. Try, eat, and move on. If there's a dessert, try some of that too. Yes, that's right. I said try some dessert. It's okay to have a small slice or have more fruit than a pastry and move on. We'll talk about other options to eating out shortly. As long as this isn't happening three or four times a week, you'll be just fine. After dinner with your friends, this one here may be hard to believe, but I want you to schedule a meal in afterwards. Hopefully your dinner doesn't go too late. If it does, next time plan so it's an early dinner and you're out of there at a decent time. The reason we schedule a meal afterwards is important because knowing we have food cooked or prepared or planned after will give us incentive to not eat so much of our unhealthy foods our friends have entertained us with. We know we have food waiting so we won't overindulge, thinking, if this is all I'm going to eat, it better fill me up. The reason is, mentally, we know we're doing a good thing. We've made the effort to visit friends and family, we've socialized, and now we're going to nutritionize afterwards. This is an empowering feeling, knowing we've made the effort to prepare after an outing. So this is what it looks like. We've made plans with our friends, and we're being social. After all, it's nice to get out, spend time with those we enjoy being around, and do something different. We've planned to eat before and after, so we won't be hungry and overindulge in dessert or extra mashed potatoes. And finally, we've been polite. 
trying everything and still feeling good about ourselves because we've had a good meal before and after our outing. As I said before, there's nothing wrong with going out or having dessert or letting someone else prepare your meals once in a while. But if it's happening every week, two or three times, it's time we consider what lifestyle we're living. Because if we're eating out, whether it be at friends or family or a restaurant two or three times a week, this is our lifestyle and one that needs to be adjusted to reach that vitality we're looking for. The fact of the matter is, we don't know what's in the food we're not preparing. We don't know where it came from. We don't know who made it, what's in it, or how it's prepared. When we're at our own home, we have more control of what's going in our bodies. So this is another way to still enjoy time with friends and family, do the whole entertaining thing while still eating healthy. Invite them over. That's right, invite them to your place. Of course, this is more work, and you can't do it all the time, but you can do it a lot of the time. If you invite others to your place, you control the environment. You play the music, you serve the drinks and snacks, you buy the food, and you prepare it. You see how this makes a big difference in the whole experience of entertaining? This is a very important step because we still want other people in our lives. We can't live like hermits until we find new friends we can get along with. Remember, this is a lifestyle change. We want a new life. We want to feel better. We want to lose that weight and drop inches. And that all comes along with making different decisions, better choices, and changing our environment. So if it's more work to invite this time and that time or come up with healthier choices, it's only going to take you one step closer to your ultimate goal. With the changes in your life, healthier decisions, maybe more active decisions, will come with those that don't agree with them. These people are like weights in water that will try to drag you down. They will come. Trust me, you'll have to find a way around it instead of hoping you won't have to deal with it. Unfortunately, these people are the ones closest to us. They're the ones we love. What happens here is because of the lifestyle they live, because of who they are and what their environment is, there's a small chance they'll change so they'll feel like you're leaving them behind. They'll want to keep you exactly where you are because it's exactly where they are and they're happy this way. Or at least they think they are. The best thing you can do is let them know, slowly, but let them know you're making the decision to live healthier. This is the choice you've made to increase your quality of life. They might agree, fight it, or pretend to support you. My editors note, you'll certainly have people that support this decision. This segment I'm referring to is to those who won't. If you ease into it though, it will be easier for you to tell them you don't eat those foods anymore. Easier for them to accept it. Because at times, they'll feel insulted. Remember, we're talking about our environment here. You'd be hard-pressed to increase the positivity or your environment without dealing with this aspect of the journey. You'll have to deal with those that don't agree with your decisions. You can choose what's best or however you want to go about it. But waiting or not dealing with it would be something I wouldn't recommend. This increases stresses for you and tiptoeing around isn't pleasant for anyone. Maybe you'll be surprised. Maybe you'll find more support than you think. Regardless, be strong. Stand by your decisions and hold true to them. There is a reason you wanted to make this lifestyle change. Hold on to those reasons when times get difficult. As hard as this may be to hear, there may become a time when you have to cut ties with whomever it is that won't support you. I know you love them and I know you care for them. But remember back when we talked about how important our environment is? Living as an Olympic athlete and living as a beginner athlete isn't something that will go over well for either of them. Vinegar and oil separate naturally, and so do these. If you can reason with unsupportive people, explain to them why this is important to you. 
But understand if things don't change, you may have to spend less time with them, possibly go your separate ways. If these changes are that important to you, if you want this new lifestyle as bad as you should, you'll understand other people need to adjust around you for this to happen. And if they love you and really care for you, they will. And if they don't, you should really ask yourself, do you want them in your life? Do you want them negatively affecting your decisions, your choices, your environment? There is a path to success. This is something you can do. Sure, it's going to take some effort, but would it be worth it if it didn't? It's time to wake up. It's time to go after that person you want to be and start living like them every day. Start off with something small, something simple. It doesn't matter what it is. Just do something worth repeating. Form that habit until it's a ritual and watch your life take off. Once you change your environment and surround yourself with encouraging, supportive people, those that inspire, those that motivate, there's nothing you can't do. Exploring mind and body with True Form Life's Drew Taddean. Brought to you in part by Curves Complete, the whole solution that makes burning fat as easy as one, two, three. Get exercise, meal plan, and coaching for $14.95 a week. Call Curves and Olds at 403-556-5992 to schedule a free, no-obligation appointment. All right, that's all we have for you this evening. As always, I'm your host, True Form's Drew Taddea, fitness expert in health and fitness for a better world. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form's Drew Taddea, fitness expert. For more on True Form's Drew Taddea, visit trueformlife.com. Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia would not be possible without the help of GDK Gravel and Sand. GDK Gravel and Sand, now offering all products in half and one yard bags. Give them a call today for more information. 1-877-335-2091.